coming out. <laughs> Waddle yeah, that, that is a butt clencher. <laughs> this is not a turtle head. This, no, it's a butt clencher. Oh, it's about to come through. All right, I see you now. It's Commander Smith's, Commander Smith's, gotta get down with Commander Smith's, everybody looking forward to our podcast, podcast, deck building, deck building, yeah, deck building, deck building, yeah, fun, 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 fun. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. Like, I was dancing to it, yeah, but... (laughs) Will this this ring a bell? It's Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, if we're just talking about this song, Rebecca Black, Friday. There you go. Yeah, no. Shit, I got a good story with this. When I was substitute teaching, um, I was like doing roll call and. I was like, hey, I know it's kind of crazy in here. It's Friday. And the entire class <laughs> burst out into that song. Of, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> Did you know it at that time? Yeah, yeah okay. I knew what it was. <laughs> nice. too. It was crazy at that time. So it's a viral video on YouTube if you don't know what well, it is. It, it was really crazy. So the funny it's thing, older now. It's like 10 years old. Cindy and I fuck with each other with that because like all uh, we like write on the board when, you know, have a good day at work or whatever. Yeah. And every now and then on Friday, I'll go. It's Friday. She's like, thanks. That fucking song's in my head now, you <laughs> bastard. So she did it to me this last Friday. I was like, I'm doing that for my freaking song. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Uh, but yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. Uh, I am Lowry Smith. Don't and worry. Don't worry. We're cousins. We're cousins. Yeah, I do like we, that. I like, But we got to do it like that's good. simultaneously. Do we, do we want to do it at the same time like we're a boy band? <laughs> yeah. Ready? Don't worry. We're cousins. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, we can do the pointing when we actually have video going because right now well, we can do it right now. Who cares? We, Get into it. We did point. We're on episode 44 at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah. So big episode here. But first, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Uh, you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. And then YouTube. We've been getting a lot more YouTube views on all our videos, actually. Appreciated. This last week, I know I talked about on the get last that podcast. YouTube money. <laughs> yeah, boop, boop. right. I talked about that we were going to have our video uploaded of our battle boxes. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I got it uploaded by Thursday, so if you listened to us early in the week and it wasn't connected, you know, now if you looked at that podcast, it'd show our link to that. But I'll, we'll cool. do it on this one too, just so. Because we're going to kind of mention Yeah, because it. it was the end of, of last week. It actually it turned out pretty nice. I, I, liked I thought it was fun. The yeah. style of it. I think we learned a little bit more. So I think in our next one, we're going to kind of, what, we figured zoom in a little bit, better, a little bit, bit closer. and Yeah. But yeah, the war style was a definite plus. And we've already started getting uh, suggestions of other things to do. Mm-hmm. So what I was kind of thinking is once we get to that point... We could almost, if we get a few suggestions, we can maybe do like a poll or something like that, and have people vote on which one gets added to our wheel of misfortunes. So asking people for a little bit more. So yeah, we got a, we got a few suggestions, or we've gotten one suggestion so far, not a few. But what we'll probably do is take the tally of other suggestions and maybe do like a poll or something yeah like. I, I don't want to actually say the suggestion because i don't want to do it like <laughs> so i'd rather not be pressured into it other than by <laughs> the person that sent it well, to us here, here's an idea and we're doing this on air production but i um, love these <laughs> what do you think we take off ones like if we've taken that shot do we just take it off the list or Agreed. do we just yeah keep I, I don't think we if if we do that shot again like I think that's lame. Like, yeah. Like new, Get rid new of it. things from now on. Okay, I, I agree. All right, so uh, what do we got on this week for our episode? Got a kind of a cool episode this week. We <laughs> kind 
kind of. Whoa, whoa don't so oversell us. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we it kind of came up late. We, were, <laughs> we had two topics, but then they weren't really going to take up a lot. And then we kind of came up with kind of a unique list of things here. So Okay, so, yeah, we're going to go with cards that we think are kind of underused from the EDH rec website where right. we're looking at it and we're going that should be in more decks right so we basically I, I don't know how you did we combined our lists and made one giant top 20 list yeah top 20 uh, under i looked cards through all my cards of cards i'm like i don't see that enough in decks and then kind of compared it to edh rec and saw how many decks there were that used it and that's kind of how and we can get into more detail yeah, yeah. but uh, that's pretty much how i went with it and then uh second one was uh or second segment that we'll kind of go off of is channel fireball came out with an interesting article talking about collectibles insurance uh so we plan on kind of talking about that i did a little like a quick online quote just to see prices and give you guys a little bit more insight on that part so yeah we'll more on that we'll talk about the insurance part but then also maybe how you keep your cards safe. So some tips sure. that we would suggest doing if you're not already yeah. doing them or whatever. So that's yeah. kind of what that segment will be. And then we finish off with our Smith Specs of the Week, which is kind of going to be more towards... Focus on box, box toppers. Because the prices, if you haven't noticed, and we kind of mentioned it last week, prices are already starting to go up, which is very early. But box toppers are unique. Yeah. And they're just going up right now. I mean... So, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that at the end of the show here. So, starting off, we are going to go with underused cards. <laughs> under... <laughs> I want to say underplayed, but, you know... No, yeah. It, it's underused. Underused under cards in Commander that, at least with our play group, and then also with this part... It, all the decks are at least five or under five thousand in EDH rec, and actually most of them that we listed are under like three thousand. Yeah, and these are so, cards that we're going through the list, and we had what do we have thirty five originally, and we we're like easily, and it yeah. was hard for us. You to had thirty five on your list. Yeah. And you're like, how about we make this a smaller like parameters <laughs> to go with? Because before I was like cards on eight thousand and under decks. Yeah, and then, and then that then it was went down like, to five, yeah. and I was like, maybe we shouldn't have talked about it in our core cards for commander yeah. and. and like do we have um, or we do have, we have some. one or two of yeah. them but like most of them are just like ridiculously low when it comes to like core cards yeah so so yeah this this is more of five thousand or less and it's cards that we feel like i play with them a lot or in some of them the stuff off i feel of like your they're list, pretty powerful i was like yeah. i need to start playing with a lot more of these you know our number one card should we start it off yeah. i would say this yeah, is probably I mean, like, this one's egregiously wrong in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> uh but spell skite do you have the numbers on that? It was under 2,500. Oh. oh, no, I don't have the numbers. I should pull uh, it So up. it was under 2,500 decks. <laughs> no internet. <laughs> um, so, but like, I, I put this in every blue deck. This is great protection. And I know we've talked about this before. It goes in, it's two colorless for an 04 that can redirect any spell for a blue or two life. This card, every time I play it, people go, uh, can you steal my equipment? I'm like, yeah. Can you take my auras? Yeah. Can you like you just have to go through all of the things and you just can redirect everything to it whenever you want, pretty much. Yeah, it's a complete protection spell. And people just go, creature that, uh, well, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, that, I, I, I can't. They I can't waste get a kill it. spell just to yeah. get rid of it. And it's because an 04, it is. literal nothing until you start stealing stuff. Or just, you know, you can protect it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a great card, and like I said, it was under twenty five hundred decks on EDH rec, and that just blew my mind. I I we're gonna try and come up with reasons why we think it isn't. It's in actually thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred. I was wrong. Okay, well, yeah, well, if 
It was not his it's fault still, there. But the like, internet you're, you're, was down for... <laughs> I don't know why. I must have hit something. I have no idea. You, you wrecked it. We're so screwed. Yeah. Is it recording right now? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't need internet to record. So <laughs> I just had to pull up my phone and look at it. Um, but yeah, so... But still, 3,200 EDH decks. It's... Uh, if like, you if, have blue... If you want to go with a comparison, like I looked up... Uh, we'll, we'll use this example later on, but Dictate of Erebos... Uh, that's a black enchantment that whenever you have a creature die, everybody, all your opponents sacrifice a creature. That has, that's in twenty thousand decks. Mm-hmm. So, like in a comparison, when we're going, yeah, that makes sense. But like this being in under, you know, thirty two hundred decks, you're just like, wow, that this is such a powerful card that it's hard for me to imagine that it's not used as much. Well, and even to that point, like when that deck uh, with. Was it last week or two weeks ago with our Commander Spotlight stuff? Wouldn't have missed it. Yeah, I had to make notes saying that I did not use... So it was two weeks ago. I did not use that card because if you're using blue, it should be in your blue deck. Yeah, it's cheap. It's you know, it's colorless. It's just so good. So uh, I'd say enough with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do we, we want to go back and forth between our lists? We can just go... Let's just march down the list. Okay. So, did you, so this first part is uh, all Adam's fault. All right, so we want to go down to uh, number two on our list, oh, in our non-numerical list. Yeah, it's number not two. A, not, yeah, <laughs> number two. Yeah, it's not number two overall. It's just yeah. Words. Uh, <laughs> this one, this one's definitely yours because you kind of taught me about it a little bit tonight. But comeuppance. Yep. So it's uh, one white and three colorless, and it's an instant. Basically, what it does is. Any damage that's dealt to you by any source that you don't control, it either if it's a creature, it gets dealt back to that creature, gets prevented and dealt back to that creature. If it's from a source, like let's say a fireball, it goes back to the player. Because that's relevant. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but that damage is dealt back to, back the, to person, the player. To the player, the opponent. So what uh, Larry was saying is are. that he was thinking it was just from one source because a lot of cards are typically the ones that redirect sure. are yeah. a lot time. A Normally lot of it's just like from one source redirect X amount of damage or all of the damage back to that player or creature, and this is if it's all of the creatures, all that damage is going back on those creatures. And a lot of times they're you know three threes five like even you know same numbers or sometimes they might be have a bigger front or yeah if they have a bigger butt then they're surviving but still it's preventing it's a fog in a way but dealing damage back and yeah exactly it's a four minute fog but it has a huge upside and it can stop instants and sorceries like that's kind of nice if somebody goes to comet storm you which i mean i know isn't as good as fireball but yeah <laughs> Nice. You just rub it in my face? No. Is that what you're doing? Yes. You're being a dick, and so, so we need to drink a beer. <laughs> Might as well start. All right. So today I brought Goose Island. Uh, this is Ombre Secreto. Uh, this is a Saison that's been aged in tequila barrels with mangoes. Nice. Mangoes. So it's, it's very uh, unique. It's very crafty, if you know what I mean. Unique New York. Oh, it even looks mango-y. That's a Saison. Those are much clearer. Even though I mostly bring dark beers. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. I can taste the mango. <laughs> it's a it's it's like a citrusy. Kind All of. I go for is a different reaction than hmm. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Delicious. Hmm. I could taste mango. <laughs> We're, uh, I give that an up. That's all right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> should we just have like 
you don't even need me. We'll just I'll record button bars for my <laughs> my reactions, yeah. and all you have to do is mm, press. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I like and it. And then like mm, that's, that's good, with, good with a different like <laughs> inflection on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh comeuppance is only in about 3500 decks uh and that's just kind of like once you explained to me like oh this is actually much more powerful than i anticipated like is this almost this is probably better than like uh seek the wreckage because you don't have that downside uh, uh, it's not exiling but is it is it seek the wreckage is that or the, settle the wreckage. settle the wreckage it was like seek which wreckage. exiles all attacking creatures so i mean like it's it's questionable. It's it's. I think it's really cool. You don't have that downside of them with, getting the lands, right? And as I was gonna say, with commander getting lands and everything like that. Hey, the, some of the other things it can compare to are those angels that the flash angels comes into play, um, destroy all attacking creatures. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how many decks that's using, but this is an instant four drop. That's pretty dang good. I mean, I guess I would compare it more to to better than holy day. It's a furious <laughs> protection. Is how I'm kind of thinking of this and Tefiri's protection. I think Tefiri's is better, but this the downside yeah. to the player attacking you could be very major. Yeah, with instead them of losing. just being tapped out, you lose a lot of your creatures. Right. Or if they tapped out and like Bane fired you, and you're like, well, I'll redirect that back to you. And we so we, this instance has happened in our play group yeah. where uh, I guess Trombley the best wasn't it that where he goes no, dropping plates Angel of Dire Hour oh that's right was that? That's what, <laughs> that was the best reaction it was really dropping good. plates and then Tyson plays and he's like no oh, actually <laughs> all of your creatures are removed from the <laughs> so uh, but yeah so I, I think it's definitely uh, we don't see it that often in fact I haven't used it in a deck um, I need and to and I thought it was much worse so you, uh, I'll have to start taking a little bit more of a look at it yeah. as well so uh, next one on our list is one that we've used forever, uh, and it's an I, amazing I card, card, especially De- for Commander. Defense of the Heart, yeah. which is a green enchantment for four, uh, and if an opponent has four or more creatures, or maybe it's three or three more. Three or four, more. Three or more creatures, uh, you get to sacrifice that enchantment and go and search for any two creatures yeah. in your library and put them directly into play. I think, play. did we have this as a core card for Commander? I believe so. Yeah, I think it yeah. was our green core card, but... And- it's only in 4,900 EDH Rex. Which EDH seems incredibly low yeah. when you compare it to something like Tooth and Nail, which costs nine at sorcery speed. Yeah, and this, um, this locks down a board. to Like, if you play it early, absolutely. you're controlling the board by people not... They're like, ah, oh, I can't have over three creatures. So and then people I'm, start attacking, like, hey, if I attack you with this, this, and yeah, this, can you block and that. kill, kill it, it and trade it? Um, so, because nobody wants to... Like, and, I, and I think I've told the story on here before. The one time... I wanted to teach everybody how awful poison was. I got this, went and got Kiki Jiki and Blightsteel Colossus, copied Blightsteel, killed somebody, and then next turn they're like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> so I wasn't like, in that game because you, you were. didn't teach me was, a lesson. You no. and, <laughs> I don't you remember just, it. You didn't teach you a very good learn lesson. does not mean that you were not taught. <laughs> I think you're just making up stories now. No, I'm going to start Trombley. doing that. You and Trombley were just chit-chatting. You're like, oh, I'm dead? All right. <laughs> See, we, we don't get as upset when we die from poison because it's just it's another way to die. Because it sucks. <laughs> you knew it. All right. So next on our list, we move down to... This is an older card, too. Not as old as Defense of the Heart, but Omnath, Locus of Mana. Mana. Uh, the nice thing about this, this card, it's a one green, two colorless. It can be your commander. Mm-hmm. If you're playing mono green, this thing's amazing because you, you just dump all of your extra mana into it and you're just saving it up for the next turn. So what, yeah, what in he my does, opinion, what I, he does is any green mana that you tap, it gets, it doesn't empty out at the end of turn and he gets a one, one counter to represent that, 
Not counters. No, it just gets just plus one, one, plus one. But yeah. And then you can remove plus one, plus one from it to add green to your mana pool there we go. Yep. at I any think, time. I think we add counters to it to represent to, it. Yeah, <laughs> and that totally makes yeah. sense. It's really hard to represent it. So that could be the issue of like people go, how do I represent this well? Go, well, they're not counters. Yeah. It could be just a little confusing. Um, that mana just stays whenever you need it. Maybe people go like, oh, like... I, I can make it big, but then somebody kills it and it's just dead and it can be jump blocked all day. But it can really store up that mana. And I think that's how I would rather look at it as like just holding on to the mana that you right. haven't used. And if you're using something like Seedborn Muse where your stuff's untapping and all that stuff, you yeah. can freaking you know, use up your mana before you say go. It untaps. You get all that again. So you can, there's a lot of things you can do to abuse this guy. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you go turn four Omnath, turn five Seedborn, and you're playing three players. You know, we know you have five mana. So it could be five, 10, 15. It could be a 16, 16 by the time it gets back right. to you. It's- and you, and you could just use 15 of that mana plus your five or six that you have. Like, that's twenty mana. Yeah, on that's turn pretty six. ridiculous. That's crazy. And I don't think we said it, but it's only in twenty four hundred EDH rec. Yeah, EDH decks. It, it so. just seems really low. It was a mythic from World Wake. Uh, it's been around for a while, and and so there there. It's curious why it's not used more. Maybe it doesn't just doesn't go well in multicolored decks. Yeah, it, it's a little more tough because it it is focusing only on green. Um, but I think if you're playing two colors, if you get over Still to three, usable. three starts to get a little more tricky. Definitely, I wouldn't have them in if you had a three or, or four color Absolutely. deck. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, then it just gets a little tough. Uh, let's move into our next card on the list. This one's even less decks than uh, Omnath. Uh, City of Solitude. Uh, this one is reserved list. Uh, it is in like 1,200 decks pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's an enchantment for green to colorless and players cannot play spells on other players' turns. That's awesome as a green player. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. you, counter spells. <laughs> uh, there's there's a similar card to it in Dose in the Falling Leaf, and that is in double the amount, which is 2,400 decks, which still seems criminally underplayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want to compare that to, uh, there's the white, that's two white, two two, and players can't play spells on your turn. Mm-hmm fairly similar oh, is, that the, is that more. the grand abolisher yes yeah that sounds right yeah i like that guy too and so i can i i that is a hugely played card in white and then there's also um dang it there's an elder dragon from khan's block that does a very similar thing to that as well and i'll bet you that card has played a whole ton as well so this one seems a little bit like why isn't it played more the, um, but the Grand Abolisher was just too white. Did you say too white and too Too colors? white, okay. too white and a two two. Okay. Um, and so maybe it's just too old that people don't even know that it exists. Right. Uh, this is from Visions, like we said, reserve list. Um, I, I think it's been a really good card. Maybe it's probably it's gone up a bit since we have talked about mm-hmm. it as well. Because we've had that on our reserve list talk, and did it even? It might have made our green core cards too. Might have. I know it was in the discussion when we were going through all the green core cards. Yeah, I don't know cards. if it got cut or not, but it was. Um, it's a really solid card. Just stops people from playing on anybody else's turn. Right, and the thing is, as a green player, you typically aren't playing on other people's turns necessarily. I mean, there are occasions beast within play, all day, yeah. <laughs> but you're you're most likely wanting to play your stuff on your turn and not have it countered or not killed and all that. And this card is allowing you to do that. 
and it's an enchantment, so it's a little bit tougher to remove. You know, yeah. as a creature, the other one that you mentioned, the Dosen. that one's a creature, so it's a little. Creatures are just easier to remove. We a lot of people play with more removal for creatures, so. Yeah. Makes it a little more difficult. Uh, okay, next on our list, uh, I love this card. It's Endless Horizons. This is in fourteen hundred EDH rec. EDH, it is EDH rec. So EDH, EDH rec, rec decks. Deck. Yeah. Um, you might play with it, but it's not counted if you don't have it on rec. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> but this is a one white, three colorless enchantment. Correct. And then what does it do again? Uh, you get to when it comes into play, you search for as many planes as you want from your deck and exile them essentially underneath endless horizons and then during your it's either upkeep or a draw step you uh, get to draw one of those lands and you still get to draw a card yeah at the beginning of your upkeep you get to draw that yeah so it's upkeep and then draw step for drawing a normal card now like the downside where i can see people going uh is if it's destroyed all of those planes are gone, are gone. you're not getting them back um but if you get this early game you go get like four or five what yeah. planes and the thing is it says planes it doesn't say basic planes basic land yeah. it's you can get your dual lands and put that tundra misville planes sacred ground anything that has the planes yeah. in the title uh but then if you get it late game it's even good see that that's the thing is with cards you kind of want to balance it out like okay yeah, if i draw this card early this is amazing but if i get it late man this sucks well this card is it filters out your freaking deck you get yeah. rid of the land that you're you don't not need going anymore. to be drawing lands that you want anymore and or like you and still, still get draw them, in the and land. if they destroy it you're like then oh well I, I didn't want land anyways really yeah and so this it i think it works both ways but you just got to play it a little smart so i can see people not liking it mm. for the fact of oh i lose that land then you just don't go if it's early you don't game, go hog wild yeah, you don't you don't, you don't remove the, the 15 planes in your <laughs> right. deck you go and get four or five because really gonna, that's the the amount of turns you need to kind of get your ramp going and you're mm-hmm. drawing an extra card and it's just it's a pretty badass card and we don't see it that often i don't think i've seen it i've seen it played i'm not sure i have one which is a little i traded i had one for foil and i traded it years ago and so i, I know I, I have, have a few because i did i did it when we used to play our not modern decks card but our visual. 60 card yeah i had a deck that was built with it and i remember mm-hmm. it did happen to me in that where i did mm-hmm. go and get all the all the planes that i had and then it got destroyed and i was like well that sucks <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, so but it in in my mind when it's under 1500 decks that's kind of crazy i yeah. could see this being in like four or five thousand decks like mm-hmm. i think it's a solid card that's going to give because it's card advantage as well mm-hmm. so and, and when it comes white? down yeah <laughs> it, when when it comes down i don't see people going we got to get rid of that now right you know they might do it to be like oh they just got all their yeah, fucking, let's, go to, let's screw yeah. them over <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you just play it smart you got to play it smart you don't need to go get every single land there so yeah. all right move on to the next one Lau. uh Fairy Artisans is in about, like, right around 3,000 decks. Uh, this one was printed in a commander set a couple years ago. Uh, it's blue, three colorless, blah, 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 flyer. The important part is whenever an opponent plays or has a non-token creature come into play, you get a token of that copy. And whenever another creature comes into play, that your token goes away and you get a new token of that And it's one. not a you may, it's a you must. You must. So you have to do it. So we actually had a discussion about this one, trying to decide if we had this on the cutting board or not. So there's a couple of things. As a player going against somebody that has it out, 
you're probably going to try to line things up where you're like, okay, well, I have a Birds of Paradise in my hand, and I have this dragon, with Balefire Dragon yeah. or something. And you have enough to play Balefire Dragon first. So you play that, and then you, and you play... play your Birds of Paradise, and you give them a birds. Yeah. But as the person having, or not even having the fairy, is somebody that wants to kill another player, you could go, hey, mm-hmm. Lowry, you have your fairy out. Uh, I'm going to play this card, but if I'm going to play, play this, Balefire Dragon, you have you to attack, attack them with it. Yeah. this person with it. You know, you go for Trombley or you go for Tyson and you can politically use this card in your advantage as a, another player or even as, I guess, be like, hey, could you play something huge? Because we need to gang up exactly. on this guy. So this could do a lot of swing uh, to yeah. actually take out and players. That's, and that's pretty cheap on your end too you know you have a four mana investment it's a flyer so you can still kind of get in for that but you're also getting that like just think if you had uh like warstorm surge in play oh, as yeah. well like, yeah. oh, just man. getting that extra or some type of sacrifice outlet that allows you to get value out of it like greater good like if they played you know the dragon yep. and then you just they're about it. to play the birds of paradise you sacrifice it draw six discard three yeah you're getting way ahead on that part yeah so, so yeah there, there are some definitely some, some things that you could be playing with, with this it. yeah and you said the amount of decks it was in, 3,000? Yeah, you yeah did. right around 3,000. Uh, and then uh, next one is No Mercy. Now, this one's right around that 5,000. It's at in 4,900 EDH. Uh, yeah, remember, 5,000 was our cutoff. cutoff. So this so is on the border. <laughs> uh, this is a butt clincher. But it's a two black and two colorless, right? Am I right with that? You have a yeah. different definition for butt clincher <laughs> than I do. <laughs> oh, turtle head coming out. <laughs> Waddle yeah, that, that is a butt clincher. <laughs> this is not a turtle head. No, no, it's a butt clincher. Oh, it's about to come through. All right, I see it now. Uh, you so- convinced me. You're so good at this. <laughs> uh, all right, so it's it's two black and two colorless enchantment, and anytime a creature deals damage to you, destroy that creature. Now, is that combat damage? We should probably look that up. Uh, is is it any up. damage? Well, because like I was just thinking about like if you were playing Niv Mizzet Perun, you just you know you don't want to ping me to have it destroyed. That would suck. But if it's combat damage, then it's a bit different. Whenever a creature successfully deals damage to you, destroy okay. it. So yeah, so this could, if damage. you're see if you hate Niv Mizzet, this <laughs> could work. Yeah. Uh, a card like it, but uh, again, that the wording could be a little different as Dread, uh, and very similar card. But uh, No Mercy is under five thousand decks. It, it feels like this would stop people in their tracks from attacking you. Is this? I I see this being better than you know. Uh, ghostly prison or uh, propaganda this would just like that would just totally stop me yeah i'm like okay i gotta figure out how to get rid of no mercy before i can kill you or i gotta alpha strike you and kill you right off lose everything right yeah it's it 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 makes it it's a deterrent you want those especially because you have your like you just said the propaganda for your blue your ghostly prison for your white there's a quite a few of those actually for we had yeah we actually cut two cut, others cut so two other weird ones we're not going to tell you boom boom <laughs> we might use them in a later yeah, exactly <laughs> revisit this one <laughs> well, we could we could we, we, we cut a bunch 20. so uh, the, these were the the best twenty we thought at this yeah, moment but the, the next time we do this those will be the best twenty right. but right now these are the best twenty. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next card. This one is a must-have in any freaking artifact deck. Yeah, it, it kind of boggled my mind. Master Transmuter, this is a creature. You can pay a blue, tap it, and put an artifact from your hand into play, And then, but you have to return an artifact so you, from play. The Technically, what you can do with this card is you can return that artifact to your hand, and then that's the artifact that comes into play. 
Oh, so it's, a nice, it's actually a not like thing. you have to have each target picked out beforehand. It's return return a, happens an artifact first and put one and then put play. one into play. So I, I used this before when I was abusing. Remember, I had the Scarecrow deck. Mm-hmm. So like when they come into play, that uh, with one minus one minus Reaper one King. counters. Yep. I mean, oh, Reaper yeah, King. Guy, yeah. But he'd come back in with three more minus one minus one counters. I'd take those off and put them, kill some creature, return it to my hand, come back into play. So you can do some crazy stuff in it. And then you have Reaper King out where you're, what's his? Oh, it's whenever, destroying a permanent. Whenever, yeah, whenever a Scarecrow comes into play, you're destroying a permanent. So you're just bouncing it. And so there's this, a lot. This of, also protects itself, right. too. Yep. Like if somebody targets it, you can return it to your hand and probably put it back into play. And it's a different target at that point. Uh, or you could just return itself, and so you always have an artifact to return. Am I right on that? Do we got to cut that part? No, it's just, just I, I'm just an artifact? rereading because it said, could say another artifact. No, I might have it that. says it's one one blue. Tap it. Return target artifact you can or you control to its owner's hand. Then it's the colons. Um, you may put an artifact card from your hand into play. So it's a may even. Yeah. So you don't even. Yeah, you don't even have to bring it into play. So it's. It could save anything that you're having. So you yeah. have an artifact that's getting targeted, that's getting killed. Well, bounce that back to your hand, play it again. It's not being targeted anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, do it to Master Transmuter, return that to your hand. And, and this this should be really in every artifact deck that you have. Mm-hmm. And right now it's in 4,600 decks on EDH Rec. This card is crazy. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's probably the price that is keeping it lower because it's, yeah. it's over 10. It's probably around 20 in my mind uh they have yeah it's close to 20 it's 18 18 yeah so that's probably the reason why mm-hmm. and it's an older oldish set conflux yeah. i believe it was um so you keep on checking yeah why don't you just tell it <laughs> no no you're right that's you got it all good <laughs> just, let's test lowry today <laughs> well it, here's, these are your cards that you found here, here's the the problem that we're having right now is that the internet went down on my computer and we didn't realize it until we started recording but the internet's fine on our phone so we're actually having to yeah. look up everything on our phone so i'm having to keep pulling it up normally so i'm letting him pull it up and i'm pulling it up <laughs> in my uh my analog brain <laughs> index here <laughs> Uh, but yeah, normally we have it up on the screen so we can both kind of look at it and talk about it, uh, if if we need to, but that's what we're working with today. Fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. (laughs) Onto the next one, which is criminally underplayed. Yes. Like, uh, lifeline. Yeah, this is uh, insane. It's, it's an under a thousand seven hundred eighty six. I was saying, and this that's res- what it told me, and I did not believe it. <laughs> this is a reserve uh, list card as well. We've mentioned this card before. Five mana artifact, and basically, if if there are any creatures in play, and you have a creature die, your creature's coming back. It's actually all creatures. All creatures. Yeah. So it's so other people's every- creatures too. That's still crazy. I know. No, I mean, it's protection of your stuff. Unless there's a board wipe, is the only way that your stuff doesn't come back. Yeah. So unless or exiled. Well, that's true then, I guess. But, like, just if you have, like, an ETB trigger deck right. and somebody's like, well, I'm going to all out attack, I block, 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 take I mean, a little bit of damage and they come back more. And when is the battlefield this, this card is so beneficial in your Brea deck. That's yeah, the one you, I, I, I sacrifice Brea, comes back into play, I get more artifacts, right. I sacrifice uh, um, the Sphinx that puts you to 10 life and then it comes yeah, back it's it, pretty crazy and when i used it before i was using it and when he's talking about it enter the battlefield all my stuff had entered the battlefield mm-hmm. and the the idea of it was to kill them and have them keep coming back it gives you such great advantage uh like if because you're you're gonna build a deck with it and similar you want that type of advantage where you're putting better cards into play right. like it seems really good to and only be in un- under a thousand decks. Yeah. Again, and this is reserve list. So, like, the question is: is 
Is it too old? The card's wording on it is super awkward. It is and really hard weird. to read because it took us a while to figure out how yeah, it actually they've completely changed worked. the wording on it a couple times. I even just kind of messed it up, like when I was explaining it there initially. Like it's just like a really confusing card when you initially read it because it the templating is very different from even cards then, much less now. Yeah, this was one that when we had the discussion when we were talking about it as a reserve list card. This one, even if somehow remember we talked about that if i destroyed your creature like it somehow killed a couple of your creatures mm-hmm. and your creatures went to the graveyard and that and then later all then of the all of them get later. killed your three still come back because it says when those creatures go to the graveyard the if there's a creature, creature yeah. in play when they went to the graveyard they come back at the end of combat or at the end of the turn let's just think about this then that, like let's say somebody wraths and then you set, you're able to sacrifice all your creatures to like goblin bombardment. Mm-hmm. Late trigger, they would come back. Everybody else's would, would be, be wrapped away. Yeah, <sighs> there's some pretty sick things you can do with this. <laughs> this card is nuts. Yeah, it's so fun to play with. So it, it's definitely a must pick up. We've said it before to pick that up for reserve list yeah. stuff, and it, but- it's gone up a lot more since we talked about it. Even a, you know. We talked about it early, early, mm-hmm. you know, on our and then we re-talked about it again. We talked about it, and it's gone up since <laughs> yeah. then as well. So it's, I think people are slowly figuring it out, but it's still on under a thousand decks. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. All right, uh, next on the list is Dusk Dusk Watch Recruiter, and this is in thirty two hundred EDH rec decks. Uh, this one's just. It's a really freaking good card. Early, late, whatever. One green, one colorless comes into play. Two, two. You can tap a green and two colorless. Look at the top three cards of your library. If there's a creature among them, you reveal, reveal it, it. And then you can put that into your hand. Put the others on the bottom of your library in any order. If a player casts two or more spells, you flip it. On its flip side, all your creature spells cost one less. And it's a 3-3 three, three at that point. So it's almost like a... It's like a... Uh, amulet? What are those? Sapphire... Oh, or they mix the the color of your yeah. Cost so it's down. like a creature amulet a little right. bit. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, is like you're gonna get it. It's gonna flip back and forth during an EDH game. But when it's flipped over, you have that ability to just start going through your deck and getting creatures. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, late game. You're just flying mm-hmm. through it, and it's not tapping it to do it. So you can multiple. You can do it multiple times. Mm-hmm. It's one green, two colors. One green, two colors, and do it three or four times. So um, it's a pretty sick deck, or it's sick deck. It's a pretty sick card. I've had it, and it's in the one modern deck that I actually really, it's my, one of my more powerful modern decks, but it's using that ability. Kind of combos out. Yeah, with combo infinite with mana. infinite mana, going through my deck and finding the exact Emrakul card. And, yeah, and then it's dropping it. <laughs> so, uh, and then next, now we start to move into cards that you had on your list. So we're kind of moving into that, right? Yeah, yeah. And or, then this one's oh, going to be semi-similar. Oh yeah, it, it's actually pretty similar, but... Yeah. So search for search for Azkanta. Uh, that's in 2,500, almost 2,600 decks, but that's uh, it's expensive right now. It's 20 right. bucks in standard. Uh, blue colorless enchantment at your upkeep. You, uh, you can put the top card of your library into your graveyard. If there are seven or more, uh, you flip it. It's a flip card, and then you can... Um, pay a blue to colorless, tap it, look at the top four, and put any non-creature, non-land spell into your hand that way. So it's the opposite, looking for the same stuff. Same yeah. thing as Duskwatch, but the opposite stuff. And so, again, in, in both regards, they're both pretty good early game, and then they're also really good late game. And so that's kind of where... It, they're they're pretty similar. And I can see this card being played more. It'll, in my opinion, drop once, once it, it rotates, rotates out of standard, out. Yeah. which is next fall, a long time from now. So, 
but it, but it again, is being just used in card. modern decks as well. Sure. Uh, is there legacy decks too that you're probably uh, using? It? I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty damn good card. Uh, anything that you get to go search, look at the top of your library and get extra cards for it is pretty good. And also, when it's flipped over, it gives you a mana too on top of it. If you yeah, need. sure, it can ramp you in a mm. non-ramp deck. It's a non-ramp color of mm-hmm. blue, um, and just the card advantage can be really good. So. All right, and then uh, you're going to have to remind me what this one does. The Clan Defiance? Clan Defiance is red, green, and an X. It's oh, yeah. Sorcery. Oh, yeah. I remember that. This one's pretty sweet. And it deals, the X is, it deals X damage to a non-flying creature, also a flying creature, and also a player. So you can choose all three if there's not all three options on the board. There's at least one with the player. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, it's and one or all or none. You know, you could just do the two, one, two, three, mm-hmm. any choice you want. And it's it's essentially two, a, two creatures for one. Yeah, two creatures damage. and a damage. You're going to make sure that you're getting the best ability out of all of that. Mm-hmm. I, it just, it it's in... What was it? It's twenty three hundred X, almost twenty four hundred X, and it just this is a gr- great card in my opinion. Yeah, I I like this card a lot. Uh, then you got the next one too. I guess this <laughs> is your, your baby. This is mine. All right, so Earthcraft. Uh, we have talked about this reserve list one a little bit. Uh, Similar it, to Cryptolith Right. And so, and here's the comparison. So Earthcraft, you can tap a creature to untap a basic land. So you can do that as soon as they come into play. Yep, and this is in 3,100 decks. Cryptolith Right is in 11,000 decks. Yeah, so much more. That's a huge difference. And then your creatures get the ability to tap Tapped for any color to mana. Give you color, yeah. Now, they, they both have their pluses and minuses a little bit, but that's a huge gap. That's uh, that's 8,000 deck difference, mm-hmm. which is huge for something so similar. Uh, and guaranteed, it's because it's an old, really expensive Really card. expensive. Yeah, it's near so it's 60? 60-ish. Yeah. So that that's why it's not played as much. So if you got it, I would highly suggest it. Um, a good backup is your Cryptolith Right, but we're talking yep. about the underrated or underused cards, not underrated. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and is, Cryptolith Right is a four dollar card, four right. or five dollar. If card, you're playing but. a deck that you're trying to use Cryptolith Right as you know, you're having a lot of little creatures out, tokens, whatever, then you probably want this if you have it already. You know, own it. I would have this on as well. You know, in a hundred card deck, then your variance of getting one of the two is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. and so I would definitely have both of them in there. If you're putting one in, I'd put both in. Uh, for sure. Uh, next one is one that I love this card, and I completely am mad that I didn't see it. I put it on my list. <laughs> uh, Miri's Guile. This is the one-drop green enchantment, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you may look at the top three cards of your library, and then you rearrange them, put them in any order, and then you draw a card. So it's basically doing what a Sensei's Top does, but you don't or, have to tap Or mana. a Sylvan Library. Right. Um it's the it's only just downfall is you can't shuffle it. your top, but you got you're other things to do. You're not drawing any of the cards out of it. But as as a card that's only in less than three thousand decks, yeah, like, it's crazy. This feels it's, it's crazy. cheaper than both Sensei's Top and Sylvan Library. I think it's just not a card that's it's not really used in Legacy because you know, you know when we've talked about green uh, the core cards with green and when we've discussed that I was telling you I was always putting this in my deck over Sylvan Library Sylvan Library because one I didn't own Sylvan Library until 
later on early you know recently over the last year or two uh, and so this is in every single green deck. Uh, and it wasn't until recently that I've started to like, okay, Sylvan's probably better to have along with my senseis. But a lot of times, if I have one of those in there, this is for sure going in there. Yeah, it's it's pretty surprising to me. And with it being such an old card, that, that has to be the mm-hmm. reason why it's not in more decks. One drop enchantment. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. The thing is, it's a you may. So the thing, you, we've had that where people just forget. You know, I've done that where you yeah. forget to... Look if you don't do it, three. you don't get to do it. Right. And it's people aren't going to remind you because they don't want to give you a fucking advantage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one on the list. I like this one. They picked uh, this one up. Uh, Viachino uh, Heretic. And I'm glad you were reading that first word. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, uh, it's... It's a smaller creature, red, two colorless for like a one-two, but it taps for a red and a colorless, and then you destroy an artifact, and then you deal damage to that play, the owner as the uh, for the converted mana cost of that artifact. So it burns a little bit. It uh, controls the artifacts on the board. Uh, and this card is only in uh, 2,300 decks, pretty much. In And it just... It's able to consistently destroy artifacts. Yeah, I mean, get rid of other people's soul rings or well, senseis even, are a little, little tougher because they're just going to yeah, put that on top. But everything else, you're we should learn. You can't <laughs> say I'm going to. Des- Crows and grip is like the only thing that destroys senseis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, even able to, yeah, getting rid of the small artifact mana ramp hurts them. That's mm-hmm. that's like saying. Uh, tap red colorless it destroy target land. Yeah, like that's well, that's not also only does good. it hurt them. It hurts them because yeah, it, does it does damage. damage yeah, <laughs> and then if somebody's playing uh, uh, Lotus Veil, the five mana artifact that taps for three that we kind of yeah. talked about earlier, or bigger artifact creatures, I, that can be yeah, you that can, can be really brutal. Some big damage. If somebody's more, playing Memnarch, kill it. Yeah, right. But the, the big thing is you're getting rid of other people's artifacts, mm-hmm. and it's dealing damage at the same time. It's pretty badass. And it's a, a low mana investment for being able to deal damage and get rid of artifacts. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool card. All right. The next one has been on probably the most of all our lists. It's been on our game winners, our core cards, core cards. for Commander Red. Uh, it is Disrupt Decorum, and that is the one where it's two red. How is it only in 2,100 decks? 2,100 decks. It's two red, two colorless. And you goad all other players. And what goading... It sounds really dirty when you think about it. It sounds sounds like it has something to deal with your... (laughs) (laughs) It's not the gooch. (laughs) But you go... I I don't have any real experience with the gooch, so (laughs) you're going to have to talk about that one. So you goad all other players... So they they can't attack you if they can attack another player. They have to attack another player. The next player attacks an opponent. The other play they they just can't attack you. It leaves everybody open. Tons of creature dies. Mm. A bunch of uh, life loss happens. Um, This this card's really powerful for twenty one hundred decks. And I I know the set came out last year. Not it's from twenty seventeen, but still for twenty one hundred decks for this. There's a reason why it jumped up to ten dollars because it's it is a game ender like mm-hmm. it just opens up everybody you're gonna have two people die within the next two turns after this is played right in my opinion and you're not one of them right so <laughs> you're you're getting to choose well they could potentially kill each other but you are getting through with your damage too depending on yeah. your board looks yep. so because so, everybody's open uh unless they play a creature that has summoning non-summoning sickness whatever blah, blah, sure blah. <laughs> yeah there, there are other ways there's, around yeah, it, there's, it's stuff it's, that happens but it's a fucking good card um all right next card this one's awesome too all these are awesome i don't yeah. need to say that every time no there's been a couple that are <laughs> shitty yeah i don't know why we put this on this list <laughs> uh wound refre- reflection uh black enchantment for six uh and 
at the end of every opponent's turn, they lose life to the amount of life that they lost that this turn. Um, and so it's, it could be a huge swing. I've had this card kill me accidentally where I'm like, Oh, I could take all this. And then they're like, Oh, you got to take another eight damage. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I could have blocked and I just totally missed it. That right. it was a late, you know, a delayed trigger and it being on the board. Like this card's really powerful. And there is a demon that came out in battle bond. That's similar to that. And that card is really oh, good as bond. well. I thought you were about to bring up your committing suicide thing again. You're, no, no, uh, no, no. I mean, it's a funny the, story. Yeah. <laughs> Not real stuff is, you know, yeah. magic. <laughs> Yeah, Larry killed himself, and he's somehow here. I have the ghost of Larry talking. <laughs> That's scary, Larry. Don't do that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, pretty. It's one sided too. It doesn't affect you. So as the cast, yeah, it doesn't affect you. It's everybody else, and that's what we like. You, there are things out there where you play it, and it does crap to everybody, but it also includes you or damage or whatever. Yeah. Oh, what what was one that was close on the list? That was an example of this kind of the uh, the red enchantment that you had. Oh, uh, wrath. Um, no, it wasn't furnace wrath. Furnace of wrath that doubles damage to all yeah. permanent players. So that players. does it to you as well, which. Yeah kind of can backfire because you're like hey guys kill that person they all just kill you and you're dead <laughs> let's kill you yeah so you're kind of dangerous with this doubling thing but yeah it uh it just it's a quite a good card for only being in like 3200 decks pretty much yeah uh next one is martyr's bond is that right did i say martyr's, yeah, martyr's right? okay bond. martyr's bond and that is in 2600 decks and we are looking at a two white four colorless so it's a six drop enchantment but anytime that any of one of your permanents so it's creature enchantment land artifact not land. not land so not artifact land, yeah. i'm trying to go off memory even though i have it, it might not be planeswalker either but uh essentially this this card is in it says or any non-land permanent you control put into the graveyard or from the battlefield each opponent sacrifices a permanent that shares it. Oh, so that it would be Planeswalker as okay, well. Okay, yeah. Um, just non-land. But Martyr's Bond is in 2,600 decks. And we I, I used the example earlier of Dictate of Erebos, where it's just creature, everybody else sacrifices a creature. And that is in 20,000 EDH rec decks. This is in 2,600. Like, that's a, that's an almost, you know, a 17 thousand deck difference right. and you, you can go when this affects everything, everything. For and then one you can do mana. that with grave pact as well grave pact is, is a i don't know how many that was in i didn't but check, i mean that's in yeah. a time i mean we can look that up right yeah, now but that's also in a, a ton. crap ton of decks and you got uh what is it butcher of malachar yeah for that's the same yep. thing and so when it and that's just creatures this affects everything, everything except for land and it's you could be... A, so if somebody comes and destroys that, they all still have to destroy an enchantment of theirs. And most likely what you're doing with this is is it you can sacrifice your stuff and it dies and they're having to do it too. So yeah, you're, exactly. you're just planning it out where you're like, all right, well, I'm going to... This artifact, I sacrifice to draw a card. Oh, you guys all sacrifice. Yeah. You know, there's and that's so why things. I have it in my Crav deck where I just... Right. I play... You're planning on killing I play Crav and... Or I have Martyr's Bond play. Then I play Crav... Tap a black, sacrifice all my creatures. Everybody's goes away pretty much. Yeah, uh, you can you know you can have the Wipe enchantments. The board. It's it's a great card. Yeah, it was re- it was only printed in Commander at this point, um, so I'm assuming that's probably the reason why it's not used a whole ton. And it's it's nearly a nine dollar card too. So it's getting up there a little bit as well. But the other you know dictated Erebos is five six bucks now as well. So it just, I think this is more just rare. You don't really see it a whole ton. And so it, it doesn't really build on itself. Original, original commander set yeah. too. So 
Yeah, that could be that it was too. a while ago. Yeah, that was, that's when we started playing Commander. Whoa. What? We played Commander. <laughs> okay, that was stupid. All right, uh, last one on the list. So number 20, we didn't count except for 1, 2, and 20. <laughs> 1, 2, and 20. <laughs> Trust us, there's at least 17 in the middle there. <laughs> that, nice quick math in your head there. <laughs> you saw me count it, though. Yeah, yeah. There was that slight tick. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been doing that. All those other cards in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> could do that, too. It works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't you finish this off with that one? Uh, so this is one I really enjoy as well. Yeah, Reconnaissance. This one's pretty sweet. Uh, it is an enchantment for one white, and you can remove any creature you have attacking from combat. By tapping zero. For tapping zero. So you can all-out attack to see if somebody wants to do something, like if they want to block or just take it, and then you just... If they block, you just untap it. Like, ah, I didn't want to do that anyway. Right. So it's your guys are protected. You're kind of getting through if you can get through. And uh, if somebody plays a combat trick before combat damage is dealt, you just remove everything back. Mm -hmm. Um, It's quite nifty, to say the least. Yep. It's a card off a year list. I think one of the two cards I don't have that I need to get because this is pretty sweet. for. uh, And so this is sitting in uh, 2,400 decks. And again, it, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And so I would highly suggest going and at least getting one of them and yep. playing with it. All right, let's move into our next segment. That rounds off our top 20. <laughs> top un- 20 underused used, cards. Unused, underused, underused cards. Under, well, they're, yeah, they're unused. Used. <laughs> Never used. Uh, let's get into the insurance stuff. So, Lowry, you kind of took the head on this one that sounds really bad um i took no head yes yeah. sir you actually did some research with this and actually called and or not called but uh ran. should we talk about the article first or yeah we can kind of mention you... it um go ahead so again they the channel fireball had a well you're the one that found yeah it. i found it, showed it, it, to it to you uh but essentially they were kind of going through like they told the story of how they got their jun deck stolen mm-hmm. and that basically uh filled out their housing insurance which is if you have housing insurance, it's going to have cover basically twenty five hundred in your collectibles. Uh, that's a best case scenario yeah. at this point, unless I, you do something more specific. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, no, I did. I when I checked into it a few years ago, when we started doing this spec stuff, it was more than a few years ago. But when I actually looked into it with my insurance, because I was curious, because I calculated my when we started making the proxies is when I mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I was like, oh man, I have whatever my collection is worth this much i should see if i can get this insured what you're saying there i think they would only cover 2500 if it was and i have no idea about myself at this point i've never looked at it into it um so uh but yeah it was you know going with that like what are the times of when you would want to use insurance well i guess you get to the point of cover the decks with go ahead sorry oh no i was just gonna say when at what price would you start doing that because what did you figure out just say that part i guess because that's okay. where we yeah so i did out. i got an online quote from collectibles insurance services uh and there's a couple of variables that they kind of consider i'm not going to go through that at this point but i put in fifteen thousand value and uh they said it would cost 900 or 99 dollars and 95 cents to insure it for the year and then I upped it to thirty thousand, and they said one hundred ninety-two for the year. And then they wanted, like, they're like, I wanted to get more quotes for more, just like more variants. And they're like, Give us your email. And, I've already given uh, my email. And they're like, You already have given this email. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, I, 
I want to go to my MSN number yeah, right. <laughs> or email. I don't remember that anymore. So we could roughly say about $95 per per year. 15, so if it was like $7,500 collection, it'd probably be roughly, 50. yeah, around 50. Um, and so those, those are the numbers that you can kind of talk about and maybe, you know, I don't even. I, I know when there's competing insurances, it kind of a, becomes a, a pain in the ass. Right. But it could be if you're getting seventy five hundred out on it, it might be ten thousand, including your housing insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you might want to if you have renter's insurance. I highly suggest that for any renter Anybody, that I have. Yeah. But if you are renting, just get renter's insurance in general. Even though nothing ever bad has happened to you, get it. it it's cheap. As yeah. far as I understand, it's like fifteen dollars a year for oh, it. Oh man. Like, um, might be a month, but still, it's still really relatively cheap for the stuff to get you. Mm-hmm. You know that'll keep you there. So I guess here's where I'm at with things on it. Um, when I found out how much they would insure me for the twenty five hundred, blah blah blah, that's when I decided to get a safe. That's when I was like, so okay. you took a precaution. Yeah, I was like, all right, twenty five hundred. They're not really covering that much. I didn't go into depth with what you did and actually found something else i was just talking to my current provider um and i just took the cards like we've been talking about that are worth something in a binder and they are in that safe now that binder does not go away from my house pretty much ever i think since i've done this i don't think so it hasn't left my house because this proxy that was the point of doing the proxies Mm -hmm. and proxying helps keep your cards safe from being thefted Stolen. (laughs) Thefted. Thefted. (laughs) Squinty eye thefted. And the thing is, is if I do go somewhere and I'm bringing a EDH deck, which that doesn't happen very often where I go to a competition. We don't do that. Yeah, we do the pre-releases, but we're not bringing our cards. Right. We don't bring those with... uh, I'm just trying to think. When we've done modern... I guess when we've done a modern tournament thing you know not modern tournament but you know modern at your lgs we've did, yeah. done that a couple times then i bring the real cards but it's only that deck you know and, and i don't bring my whole collection so i guess and, and it's different for other people too because i know people do bring their collection to trade with other mm-hmm. people yeah yeah and that's uh, something that i don't do because i right. just trade online exactly it's like i remember i i did bring it uh my trade binder one time to my my lgs years ago uh, i was with my friend matt and I just like stared at them thumbing through my cards. And I'm like, you better not fucking steal from me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't steal. Like I was just eyeing them up and yeah. just didn't take my eyes off my cards. Right. Uh, and you know, and then once he was like, oh yeah, yeah. And then I kind of took my box back, let him have the cards that he wanted. And then I started going through his cards because I did not want to keep my yeah. eyes off of them because I don't trust him. I don't trust the other people. I don't trust them with my cards. Um, <laughs> so I'm not super comfortable. Obviously I'm paranoid and that's fine. Because people get, you hear so many stories about people getting their cards stolen or their bags stolen at tournaments right. or at the card store. Or, uh, and that's why when we, even with our pre release cards, like if we got to go to the bathroom, it's like setting the cards in front of one of our friends. We always go with a group, you know, at least, you know, me, you, and at least one more person, if not a couple right. more. You set it in front of somebody and you're like, watching this. You yeah, watch going this. to the bathroom and they, you watch look them over. in the eye. And you're like, you're watching your this. life depends <laughs> on this. <laughs> and Protect then, it. And then you go pee quickly. Because yeah. <laughs> I still don't trust you. <laughs> no. But even that, that's not as much value that's sitting there. Sure. And the, the thing is. But is, you still should always be right. vigilant and care for the stuff that you've paid for. Right. Exactly. And 
to be honest with you, I haven't seen your binder outside your house before, you know, since we've started doing this. I don't, you haven't brought your binder anywhere. No, yeah. no. So it does, I, I learned my lesson with the pickles. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't even let my cards around my wife refer anymore. to the first 10 episodes, I believe. <laughs> it was around my birthday, so it'd be in May, and there's pickles and Larry's card smell. Yeah. So. so. <laughs> I love you. My wife. Not you in general. So then recently, like I've said, uh, over the last couple months, I've upgraded my safe and is actually now a fireproof and water resistant or waterproof safe up to a certain amount of time and all that fun jazz. So it's like a Timex watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, uh, the fire, I get me, I get me. as long as you're laughing, Larry. <laughs> but so I, I guess I'm not going for the insurance increase if your collection was worth man if you're hitting up 50 to 100,000 even if you're getting up to 50 I think at that point you kind of got to look into it oh uh, yeah yeah I mean I haven't actually sat down and even looked at the value of what my cards are like I think you're, you should be taking pictures of at least your bigger right. higher price cards and having them um, there there are some like uh, photo data spots you can like Imgur I-M-G-U-R, mm-hmm. um, so you can do that. And people do use that for trading a bit uh, just to show off their shit. But it's it's kind of a cool, you know, it proves that you have it. And then the you because you want those for the insurance companies right. as well, I and, believe. And that was kind of um, what they said in the article was that he got his stuff, one of his things covered yeah. by insurance because on camera. He played a game on camera and with then he had the, the cards. cards that he was playing with. And so he was actually able to get that covered. But otherwise it would have been a pain in the ass. So yeah. you need proof that you have these cards. You want insurance potentially on it. Mm. Uh, some things that we talked about beforehand was just like. If you have a basement or something that yeah. could get flooded, get it off the ground or get it out of a damp area. Right. And that's where um, my cards used to be was down in the basement. But I had shelving that I made sure that the expensive cards were on the top shelf. Yeah. Uh, so that if it flooded, it had, it'd have to flood over five feet, you know, in my basement for it to hit that. But now my cards aren't in the basement mainly yeah. because of that reason. Uh, and I also needed more easy access. I was getting sick and tired of like <laughs> hauling them up coming and downstairs <laughs> and like, Oh, somebody wants this card looking through that. So it's actually in my office next to my, all my other stuff. My office consists your, of uh, your office is 75% magic cards <laughs> and then 25% work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what my, my all my drawers used to be like files, but, like but 90, real, real estate has changed a little bit where I don't need to have file. I don't need to keep my files of my uh, clients mm-hmm. in a, a folder mm-hmm. anymore because it's all digital. So, but all those file cabinets used to be full of clients and all that stuff. Now it's all magic cards. (laughs) Everything. You're right. It's 75% at. At least. I've looked at your area. <laughs> I know what's going on there. It's a magical area. That's the whole thing. Like, you need to somehow justify to your wife, like, oh, I need this uh, new desk for work. Magic work. <laughs> work. Magic work. I need to work on my magic cards. <laughs> So uh, another like the thing the the biggest worry that I have is like a fire on my house mm-hmm. and I've been alive for thirty four years at this point and I haven't had any of my houses burned down thank God knock on wood uh, yeah there you go um and so uh like theft is a real thing I have a big dog so I, I think that would help he's at least scary he sits out in front of the window. <laughs> Um, so, well, and you're home most of the time. It's more of when you're on vacation. Yeah, I don't do a lot. I'll admit that. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. It did sound like a dick. Oh, you don't do anything, you hermit. <laughs> like, My car sucks. I don't want to drive too much. Um, no, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. I mean, 
the fire. That, and that's kind of why I went with that. Yeah, that safe. The safe I upgraded the safe to get that. And I still think even with it protecting with the heat, I bet you they still would get. Could I? I'll, and I'd I'll have bigger you, concerns yeah, yeah. if my fucking house is on. Yeah, if your house down. is on fire, you're not really worrying about your cards. But if you have insurance, that might not be something that you have to really worry about. Yeah. Uh, but like Larry said, I do highly suggest every couple years, year or whatever, take a pictures of your collection because that does help out a lot. Yeah. So uh, that'll is that about it for insurance Ooh. stuff? Did you have anything else on that list? Um, yeah, I think I would just go and check out, see what you can kind of get for it. See if it will, it, the biggest thing is like for me is just sitting down. I should probably figure out what my collection is worth. Right. It takes um, a long time. I'll like, tell you. I, I know just what did my <laughs> I have. I know what my uh, tradables are worth, mm. and they're. Like on their own, they're cards I want to get rid of, and they're worth two thousand dollars. Nice. Like, and I have cards that I'm not trading that I could trade, and that's going to be more. Like, I think th- my, there's going to be a lot more. My number ended at twenty uh, with the cards that are over five dollars. Okay, my five dollar and over cards is about twenty thousand, I think, right now, and that nearly doubled from when I counted two years ago. So not only with the prices going, and that isn't counting specs. Like the specs are completely different. Like that, yeah. I don't even know what that is. There's thousands and thousands of cards that some of them I'm waiting on jumping. You know, and like the question in my mind is, when is the good time to get insurance? And right. as long as you're taking these other precautions, I, for me, that's something that I have to figure out. But if if I sat down and got it, you know, I was over twenty thousand. Would you think about getting a safe? Or would you think about doing insurance? My problem with a safe would be that it'd always be open. Well, so it'd be like not really working so half the time. That's what my old safe did. Uh, I didn't, because I was like, oh, I have to keep getting the key. But now that I got the combo, the digital one, it's so much easier. I lock it every, as soon as I'm done with it. Yeah, it takes me just as long to open, you know, three mm. seconds to open it. By how, the, how much did your safe cost? Uh, I got that one at Menards for... Save big money at Menards. Exactly, 300 300 bucks. Bad. Yeah. That's not bad. And it's like I said, it's fire resist, fire resistant up to like six hours for 1100. I don't yeah, know. That, I don't know exactly. That sucker's like three feet, three ish, three and a half feet tall. Yeah. And it holds a ton of cards. I might consider that. And, and I really like that I got that one. The other because, one I had. Because in my mind, like, okay, let's say with my numbers, 30000 it costs $200. Mm. That pays, the, the safe essentially pays for itself for if it's protection years. against theft. Uh, moisture resistant and mm. uh, fire. Fire. Mm-hmm. If that actually protects up to it, it pays itself off in a year and a half, essentially, right. versus insurance. Now, the part where you got to worry about is going to an LGS or a tournament, getting your card stolen there. And, and that's, that's honestly what, yeah. why you only bring that deck. What and, you need. Yeah. What Concentrate you need. on Don't, that part. <laughs> when I go to go play cards at your house or go play at somebody's house, I do bring my all my commander decks, but. They're all, and I just took apart a bunch of yep. them. There's 60, 70% proxies in there. You know? and, well, and also we're friends, so I think that's okay. Well, well yeah. Like, but, you're not going to get stolen out of my you house. But, you know, the reason why we talked about the proxies in the first place stolen is because. Stolen from your car. Right. Or, like, yeah. I've, yeah, I used to have to go into work and, you know, I'd be at work and leave my bag in the car or go work out or do mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be so freaking nervous that it's, you know, there's tens of thousands yeah. of dollars sitting in there and and just to give some people an idea of how shitty it is to get something stolen i had my car broken into twice and i had a, a workout bag at our climbing gym get stolen mm-hmm. each one of those cost me at least five hundred dollars just to like change keys on the house get my id back you know get a new car like key car or 
key for my car. You know, it's just a ton of shit. Get a new phone. Like, it sucks just on that little bit. Yeah, I remember when that all happened. Yeah. And it, it really sucks. And so um, something that I think uh, you should really take consideration if you have a, pre, a fairly large collection. Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah, uh, just kind of weigh some things out. Like I said, we, we've gone over this a bunch of times. The the Honestly, the thing that has saved everything for us is, for me, is the proxies. Proxies, I love it. I love it so much. Everything about it, like, it's not only keeping my cards safe, it's changed the way I collect cards and that increased my collection. I love doing the des- designs of them. I almost mm-hmm. like them how, better how they look with the full art. Hence why I like the box toppers so damn much and what our next freaking segment is. Um, (laughs) But I almost like them better than what the original looks like. How I like design the cards and how we play with those. And it's just everything about it is awesome. About it, about it. It's just, you get it. Yeah. So. No limit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you did there. All right. So let's move into our Smith Specs of the Week. Uh, We kind of did a joint list on this one. We went back and forth. We went together. Yeah. Yeah, Well, we had some debate on this and like, what do we want? What do we want to put out there? Uh, So I think flat out, we're going to talk about the box toppers. They are really awesome. Yeah. They, They, They are straight up what i just said sweet they're jacked. love how they're full art and foil they are freaking awesome and they're cards that you use you know i mean for the most part commander uses them mm-hmm. there's a few cards that we won't use they're definitely cool. you know modern and legacy staples in there as well but they are gorgeous yeah they are pretty amazing in, in my opinion they are probably out of the most recent promos like i'd put them maybe number two 1a next to inventions mm-hmm. the masterpiece inventions uh, maybe the masterpiece planeswalkers, like right there. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think these are right. Uh, the full art part d- just gets me. You know. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. But like in my mind, the inventions are gorgeously done. Uh, just the borders kind of fuck with it. I would totally agree with that. But like the invocations, we were we were looking at the two that had similar. So Maelstrom Pulse and uh, Lord of Extinction. Those have actually dropped since. Uh, the ultimate master box toppers have been announced. People yeah. are like, I don't want these fucking invocations. Oh, they want I the want full the art. box topper. Right. And um, since you're speaking of Maelstrom Pulse, that's one of the cards that we're saying bing, on bing, the bing. list. What a transition. Yeah. So Maelstrom Pulse is sitting right now at 38 bucks. That's pretty much what we kind of figured the price is right now for the invocations, which are really ugly yeah. compared to these. And so you know it's going to be worth more than the invocation. Uh, hard part with all this is we don't know where this is going you know whereas we could take the others you know when you take snapcaster mage as a non-foil you can kind of figure all right this is the price how we broke it it's probably gonna sit around 80 90 dollars like as full recovery 90 might be too much but 70 80 we did it last week right listen to that listen last week's episode but these are like we can tell you bottoms like it's gonna get over this price but it's not gonna go down from now right like this is it's going to be pretty rare. It's when you compare it to other things that have already been out and they're better or affecting it. Um, that 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 shows you the importance of the box mm-hmm. topper essentially. And um, so, I guess should we just kind of rattle off these of where we think they are, where they're at now? And kind I think of go yeah, up? I think we do one and then we go through it and then go to the next one. Okay, so. We got Maelstrom Pulse on there. We already talked about that. Yeah, sitting at about $38 right now, and that's what the invocation is. Um, this has been printed a couple times in master sets. It has a couple of foils. It, ha- it was in the invocation, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And 
and this is the most it's going to be the most desired copy yeah that is played and this it's freaking awesome in commander i'm surprised this could be on our it could have been in our top 20 it could have because it's under it's not in, used in a lot of decks so yeah. it, and i think it should be we've mentioned that before wipes out tokens or whatever else you want to or wipe stuff out. that is very commonly played right. like soul ring and lightning greaves and, but it's yeah it it just is surprising i can see this can i see this doubling also depends on the rarity mm-hmm. of what's going on. It's hard for me to believe that it's going to get up to 70, but I can easily see this going from 38 up to 50. For sure. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that I, get, I guess I should probably bring up, like nobody is trading these things. Yeah. The, it's an, I, I haven't seen any box toppers out there on like deck box or anything. Well, even the inventory on TCG is pretty damn low. Super for all limited. Yeah. Some of them are sold out. Like yeah. cavernous souls on card kingdom was like, there's just not a lot out there. So mm-hmm. either people are holding onto it or there just isn't a lot. And if they don't make another printing of this, the, these cards could go crazy. Yeah. So, so that that's why we're kind of focusing on cards like this. So so the next on the list, we'll work our way from the bottom of the top, you think? Sure. Since we yeah. did. So Gaddock Teague is currently sitting at $56. The foils from Lorowin uh, mm-hmm. were at 70 before. Actually, they are at 70 I think, still. Whatever. They're, at, the, they're, they're, their peak at best, was, they're at 58 but I don't think the, the foils from Lorowin were affected at all. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they weren't they, affected at all. You, you can you can see on some of them where, like, box stopper announcement, some of them kind of crawl down uh, on Goldfish, but here it just steady. Stay. So it's, you're you're looking at at least, and I know Lorowin's an older set and, you know, whatever. They have a judge promo that was, like, 65, 66-ish, and so... And I would say this is more desirable than right. that as well. So you're you're looking at at least a, a twenty dollar increase. I would think over seventy for sure, um, if not more, because of this being full art. And again, it's a legend, and so that has more commander appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, you can it's it's a super good hate d- card. Yeah. Well, why don't we just jump with that one then? Why don't you go up to this one because it's another. Yeah. Uh, Sigarda. Yeah. Sigarda host of herons. Uh, this is another one that we kind of noticed. Uh, it's sitting at $50. That's cheaper than what the original foil is sitting at yeah. right now. So it, you know this is going to, in my opinion, it's going to be worth more than the original foil or any foil printing mm. of it. And that's the thing is, this is our opinion, but I think this that's the hard part. Is we We're really it. smart people. Yeah. So you <laughs> should our opinions. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's again, it, yeah, it's really hard to tell. And it is our opinion, but like... These are the ones that felt like the most sure that weren't $100, $200. Right. Yeah, we weren't picking out the... And those are tough because the thing if, is you take, for example, Snapcaster Mage, uh, it's over $200 right now. There is no other printing, foil printing of that where it ever reached $200. So it's like, I don't know where the top is on this. Is this the top? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's going to get higher than that, but that's just kind of... These were the ones that we could go, all right, there was a foil print in here, and it went. It was at this price, and this is about X dollars cheaper. So that's kind of mm-hmm. why we picked these out. Because um, another one is, uh, was it Micaeus? Micaeus uh, the Unhollowed. Um, currently at 55. And I, it's, when we were actually doing it like midweek, uh, I saw it at like 42. Yeah, and, and it's, so already it's already up going up. Like $10, $15. And I was like, ah, it's not as good. And then we started looking at the foil, which was 
worth more than what the it's eighty dollars. Right so the the foils have been up to eighty dollars. So this can easily get up to eighty dollars, and it's full art. So I'm guessing over eighty dollars. If yeah. you know, I'm thinking eighty is your your bottom, if, and if, then and and so you start going like, is the top where the top of the original foil is going to be, or is it more? Because this this is going to be this is highly desirable in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like it's again gorgeous. Yeah. So. And it is a legend, and so and it's crazy combo rific. So <laughs> crazy, I like it. <laughs> crazy combo rific. And then our last two, we round off our both the, one of the lands, each of them a land. Why don't you do the first one? Uh, Raging Ravine. That's the red green man land. Uh, and this card uh, is sitting, sitting at, at forty six right now. Yeah, forty six, and its foil was over seventy, if yeah. I remember right. Yep. Its original one that's taken a little bit of a dip. But it's not as popular in modern right now. Manlands are pretty dang good mm-hmm. in commander, and so it's it's something that I can see recovering uh, for sure. Well. Yeah, and then the last one is Creeping Tarpet. This one isn't as big of a, a difference with uh, it's like a black blue one. Yeah, it's a black blue one. the The current World Wake foils are at price, so they're at fifty bucks right now. So they're even they're even, even with the box topper. You know, so it's, it's gonna only going to go higher than the, yeah. the and that, that's where I think the other one, the Raging Ravine, is a better buy uh, and actually cheaper than Creeping Tar Pit because the the ceiling on that, you know, I think the bottom is at least thirty dollars more or twenty five dollars more. So those would be the ones I would probably I would probably go for the Raging Ravine, but Creeping Tar Pit is pretty sweet because you get that unblockableness to it too. Yeah, and again, full art, full art, full art, everything, full art and foil is freaking awesome. So. It's, yeah, and I and, and again, I would put this better than Invocations by far. Mm-hmm. The Amonkhet masterpieces. So I, it's like I'm I'm happy with my starring Wildwood that I opened up. <laughs> you weren't at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't at the time, but like I look at it, it sucks that you know it came in a super expensive thing. But getting it, I was like, it's a gorgeous card. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, that should do it for this week's episode. We are pushing at our normal longer episode, which is good. The- <laughs> We're back to normal yeah. where it's a little bit longer than two car rides. Yeah, right. So, uh, but yeah, where can people find us, Larry? You can, uh, you can Twitter us, you can email us, and you can YouTube us. I like it. I like how you just shorten that shit down. Yeah. Shorten that shit. Nice. Like turtle heading? <laughs> Butt clencher? Butt clencher, damn it. <laughs> turtle heading you did like open and then i did the close back shadow back shadow that's my favorite that's my favorite quote of everything <laughs> back shadowing all right so yeah you guys can uh check us next week uh we will probably have some spoilers coming next week because they've already started but we're gonna kind of wait until next week to get th- hopefully a couple more maybe yes yeah so yeah we'll there's some cool it. art out there but go we'll, check it out if you want yeah. but you can wait until next week when yeah we're don't go check it out just wait until yeah, we talk wait. about it yeah uh, and like I said, we'll probably link the uh, battle boxes again on this podcast. So as you're listening to this, if you want to see how bad the shot was and how Lowry sucks at gambling and making deals. <laughs> I'm can... pretty bad at that, yeah. And there's a little bit of Street Fighterness to this episode, too. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was fun. It was a really fun watch, in my yeah. opinion. So check that out. Um, but yeah, you guys can check us next week. And have a good day (laughs) i was thinking i'm like are they listening during the day or at night so it's like i don't know listen to the time period that you are listening to have a good time period all right we'll see you guys next week thanks for listening bye bye
That's my <laughs> line, bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. You're off. See what ya. are you doing? See ya. Ah. Let's go play magic. <laughs>